<laughs> you know, there's a lot to do between the first and second year, but rookie now. You can call me Freddie Kitchens because it's a new day. And it's a new way, and it's when the real playoffs start this week. Are you in a pick'em league? What can you do about that? Who cares? We got NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend, one of the best weekends of the whole year, as if last weekend wasn't good enough when it comes to professional football. I'm doing nothing but watching football this weekend. I don't care if my team's not in it. Because I've got the commissioner of your yeah. fantasy league yeah. and the commissioner yeah. of America yeah. to bring it all down. And his name is Mr. Kilbasa. I, I can be so calm. I can be so together. I back. And by the time you're finished it, and I say it and this, and it's this time of night. Here in the sausage hut, my hair's sticking up like I'm like Charlie Chaplin playing with it. And I'm shaking and I'm excited. And what great pro football action we had last week. And nothing but anticipation for more of the same this week. You hit that right on the button there, Mr. Kilbasa. Right on the button. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. There's no such thing as chalk. And when I heard today that Sean Payton brought... $225,000 cash and a Lombardi trophy into the locker room and said, guys, we win three fucking games and you get all this, bro. That was about the coolest head coaching move I've ever seen. He brought in armed guards and almost a quarter million dollars cash and a Lombardi trophy. <laughs> win three games, fuckers. I, uh... You want to call it now? Let's call it now. Let's call that the ultimate backfire. Let's <laughs> Was that a hack? What it's going to be. Let's call this hype machine for what it is. I know the Saints are not playing first, but Coach is nervous. Coach has got to do something like that. Coach is bored. Coach has too much money. Coach is uh, just trying to motivate guys that he can't seem to motivate otherwise. It's Smoking mirrors, Mr. Kilbasi. So you're Smoking you're mirrors, writing it Mr. off America. as a cheap trick. Is that what you're telling me? I, I've done I it. am. It's, you know, if I wasn't such a fan of that particular band, I would use that word a lot more often. I was trying to find other words. But, uh, <laughs> you know, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Hello there, ladies and gents. That's a bunch of crap down there in New Orleans. Wow. Are you ready or not? Whew. Are I'm you kidding me? Have you That's ever looked true? at two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars cash in in real in in front of you? I thought I thought that was Ted DiBiase, nineteen ninety-four WWE. The million dollar around. man coming in with Virgil <laughs> holding a suitcase full of cash. Nobody did it like the million dollar man. Rest in peace, brother. Yeah, man. I don't even know. Come I wonder on. what that looks like. Uh, you know, you know, you got the gold Rolex. Could, what the hell are you talking about? You could fit two hundred. 225 large in a briefcase, couldn't you? How many hundreds is that? That is, uh, I, I, I don't know. You do the math. 2,500? zeros in there. Yeah. So? So there's 50 in a, what's 50 in a 2,500? You tell me. Yeah. Your math skills. You're 50? the math major. Is it 50? It's you tell 50, me. It's something like that. Anyway, it's, it probably would, I mean, it's not a gigantic mountain of cash, but if you put a, well, if it, if it, if it was in 20s, it'd be a nice big pile. <laughs> 
you know, you want to go back into the day. If you were watching MacGyver, there would be one real bill on top and the rest would be fake, like uh, just paper, white paper cut up. Yeah, that old gag. <laughs> MacGyver on, ruined it for Coach everybody. Payton, I think Coach Payton pulled the, pulled the thing on him. You know, you could hire anybody to wear white gloves. You could hire a monkey to wear white gloves. Not a Sasquatch, but a monkey to wear the white gloves. And it would look official. Put a bow tie on him and it looks like, you know, like a trained monkey. The joke. I think it was a great. I think it was a great move because what would motivate millionaires more money and something shiny? Um, coming on the sausage hut as a special guest. <laughs> what? Well, that would motivate anybody, I would think. <laughs> MVP of the Super Bowl coming to the sausage hut. You know, Ben Roethlisberger is going to be. You know, he's going to call up. I know you called me out, and I know you thanked me for things. But can I get out? Can I get on for a couple minutes? Sorry, Ben. <laughs> we got the Super Bowl MVP coming back this week. Thank you. I didn't speaking say of Super Bowl MVP. Speaking of Super Bowl MVPs, yeah. How about the run? How about and and in Wallen Saints? How about the run of the one Mister Nick Foles during these playoffs and during the end of the season? Pretty remarkable. Pretty remarkable. Yeah, I think he got lucky last. He got lucky last week. Obviously, America. That was hashtag Johnny Kilbasa saying that. Thank you. Hey, luck is the residue of design brother yes 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 who said that like uh Camus or was that like I, I know, know it's widely credited to Branch Ricky it is not widely credited to Branch Ricky <laughs> but that listen you're starting to show off starting to get me a little I'm, I was already happy I'm serious so I, man come on man what who said I'm going that to, I'm gone I'm going back to Camus and you're going to Branch Ricky who's Camus I was gonna go back I, it wasn't Aristotle it wasn't Cicero it wasn't any of the old old timers and uh and that's not attributed to Branch Ricky bullshit look it up I had you know there's a book there's a book Ringo get your nose out of the bloody book live a little bit what movie was that from there Mr Kilbasa uh yellow submarine what was the movie, uh, two movies before that by the same band? Uh, uh, help. Hard Day's Night. Ding, 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 ding. It was Paul's, it was, it was Paul's granddad, who was the rebel rouser in the group, Paul's granddad, who said to Mr. Young Ringo, Mr. Stocky, get your nose out of the book, Ringo. So, for a while there, I would say book. But Branch Ricky has a book called Branch Ricky's Little Blue Book and I've had I've given copies away for 25 years I'll send you one thanks just so I'll, I'll get you want the annotated one so if I look it up and I can like put $50 in there and say I'm so wrong don't tell anybody or should I just send you the book the book do you have a copy of that Mr. Kielbasa by I, the way I don't I don't America, but you know what? I actually heard I heard the quote. The first time I ever heard that quote was from Tommy Lasorda. And he credited Branch Ricky. Yeah, it was either Branch. You know, Tommy Lasorda would either, you know, credit him or the guy who owns the restaurant he's about to stop in. <laughs> he was one of a kind, man. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. Uh, boy, he was. Uh, 
he was pretty good. He was pretty good. Not much of a ball player, but he got a he got a little taste. Got some arm injury there in Brooklyn to stay with the Dodgers for life. Huh. Fantastic. It's like being a Pittsburgh Steeler coach. You're there. You're there till you die or quit. Speaking of Pittsburgh, how about a more uh, drama-filled team than the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mister Kilbasa? Not. It's crumbling. It's crumbling. You know, uh, <laughs> whatever the running back's name, I was so wrong on. I forgot his name. What was that guy's name who didn't play this year? Franco Harris? No, no, the other guy. Oh, I don't remember, man. I don't even no, remember his on. name. It's had, been so you, long. you got a ring. It, it rings a bell. What is oh, it? Oh, man. Lewis Lips? Was that one? No, was that no, no. Lewis Lips. Oh, oh, man. Lewis Lips. Rocky John Blyer? Stoller. Man, I can't remember. I don't even remember his name. It's been so long. No, Blyer rings the bell. What's it? Let me think. Blyer <laughs> rings the bell. Le'Veon Bell. Oh. Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. They, Le'Veon you know, bell. the drama of brother Le'Veon. First, you remember a few years ago in the marijuana in the car while he was having a good time during the spring practices driving around, you know, hanging out in Pittsburgh. And so he figured out the drug testing and he didn't get in trouble. But he has been his own player, tremendous, tremendous football player, tremendous fantasy player. And his struggle is for the running backs to get paid. And on the one hand, you can understand that. On the other hand, I think I brought it up this way. In my opinion, he's never going to be 26 years old again, and he's never going to get this season back. And I missed him. That's just Michy being Michy, though. You know, I would have loved to seen him play. Young man should play. He's a, a superior athlete. He should be playing. But he didn't. So skip over what's his name, and let's go to the other diva on the team, Antonio Brown. Yeah. I'm to understand that he pitched a fit at the end of the year. Everyone's heard about it. He'll never play another game in Pittsburgh, dude. How are they going to trade him with that contract he's got? He's going to refuse to play. He's going to go to Baltimore. America, you heard it here first. On the sausage hut. <laughs> Hashtag Johnny Kilbasa. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that, sir. Yeah. Was not expe- I got to loosen up a little bit after that one. <laughs> what? How about that? Well, the Ravens got knocked out last week. And uh, there's a game going on with the team that beat them, the San Diego Chargers. Yes, indeed. And my man, Philip Rivers. How'd you like that story we told last week, Mr. Cabasa? I gave the genesis of the prediction of Philip Rivers about to be Papa number nine, nine, number nine. It's been a consistent thread throughout the season of fantasy football primers. But Mr. Uh, Mr. Savant was on the other the line. He was doubting me as if as if he didn't know me. Right. And which is surprising sometimes because he knows the people magic and the magic and the people. And I pulled some stuff out of the hat, Mr. Kilbasa. You heard that. You heard that all damn year long. You tried to buy Bill Clinton a beer. (laughs) Um, What I wanted to do was offer him a beer. Uh... And I offered him a beer and Mr. Clinton, uh, Mr. President shook it off and I offered it to Chelsea and she kind of gave me that demure, I'm about to go to whatever college I'm about to go to. Forget yeah. you. And uh, that, Which was actually arm- the, you're 10 seconds away from getting your ass kicked by the Secret Service. I'm going to giggle I, um, un- uncomfortably. I am. Um, what I did at the time is I put the, I took a step back, put the beer down, one in each hand, 
Now, America, we were high as kites that day. <laughs> and it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And I put the beers down and I reached into my pocket. And at that moment, the boys really got close to me. And I pulled out whatever digital camera there was in 2001 or 2002. It was the summer of 2001. And old Bill folded his arms and he got Chelsea close and I snapped a picture. And inside this picture, do write on the frame, if you can visualize this, America. Straight ahead is the lovely, you know, dad with his proud, you know, daughter, proud of his daughter. Great time watching a YouTube concert. Fabulous. Me and me, me and the flying servant having a big time. And this, this, uh, this, what's the word when you got that craggly face? Like you had pimples forever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. that sort of security guy with a crew cut, I say he's about five foot nine and his, both his eyes and nose are in the frame and he is that close to the camera. And uh, of course, which was pretty good because the flash went off right in his eyes. You could <laughs> tell by looking at it. And it made a nice picture of Bill and Chelsea right there. And I took the picture and I put my camera away and I extended my hand for a handshake. I got my handshake, took a step back. And the Secret Service guys could have killed me at any moment. And I didn't care. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. It wasn't going to happen. You were, in your, you, were, and you're, you were in your element. You were in yeah, the center Michi of the universe. Being, the yeah, YouTube absolutely. Concert you know, in Michi, the Meadowlands, right? Michi. Yeah, things like that happened. I'm sure they happen to everybody, and I'm not alone with that. So I walk backwards and pick up my beverage, and I nod my head, and I turn around, and as as the savant said, they just rolled into Bullet the Blue Sky, which is one of my favorite songs ever. And uh, I didn't think much of it because, as like I said, we were uh, we were having a good time, and I had both beers for myself, which is perfect. You know, sometimes you got to offer and let people say no. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you got to offer. Hey, look, you need any help with that? No, great. See you later. Right. Into the arms of America. Of America. Of America. Speaking in the arms of America, I'm to understand the pro football ratings are pretty good last week. I'll How tell you that? what. Okay, since uh, I, we got the 30 minute warning from the, the Squatch, the Squatchinator. Um, so, All why right. don't why we have a chance? I'm going to. Let's dive bomb and see if we can get the toad on the on the horn here. Oh, I would. Uh, if you cannot dial up uh, El Diablo, you know I understand Hex may or may not deem us worthy of speaking to. Oh, I, he's coming. He'll, he'll he'll come later. He'll come around Dallas Cowboys time. But in the meantime, here we go. I'm gonna see if he's that gonna answer the phone. Answer the phone, pussy. Hi, you. Toad took it to voicemail. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being so upset with your fantasy football season? That you can't even acknowledge that your boys are having fun like that and put you and sent you to Mr. Diablo. You sent the sausage hut and America and the world to voicemail. Well, I certainly hope it's playing out and you're leaving an obscene message, Mr. Kilbasa. He's got Tommy coming up this weekend. Tommy 
Tommy and Philip Rivers. If you're afraid, any year that you've been a Patriot fan, if you're if you've ever been afraid, this is the year. And I think I'm wrong in saying that, and that the Patriots will take care of their business. What do you say about that, Mister Kilbasa? I think that I still think that Rivers is on a. It's going to take a lot to beat Phillips Rivers. He's going to be playing the game of his life. So it's going to have to be. It's well. Let's see over. Forty-seven and a half. Hmm. That's pretty high, I think, isn't it? Forty-seven and a half. Yeah, it's not a high score. Okay. I was thinking that the first round of playoffs didn't. Did all the unders hit? I uh, in the first round of the playoffs, I believe that's the case. I don't follow. I follow it, but I don't follow it. Um, the teams, the uh, I can't answer that question. You have to get to uh, the savant who quotes somebody's Vegas line. I'm not sure who he quotes. Um, the Westgate uh, NFL Network, as we speak, is replaying KC and the and Sunshine the, Band. Yeah, Chiefs Patriots right now from Week Six good warm-up i'll tell you what mishy i don't i can't remember and not that i remember specifically playoffs every year but i don't remember where there is we've gone to a divisional playoff race where there is seven great teams and the philadelphia eagles who might win it all but these are you know i I, i'm not hesitate well dallas eh, they're they're not okay six great teams in the playoffs right now. Indianapolis is great now. Kansas City's been great. The Rams, hopefully they're still great. Chargers are meh, they're they're great right now. Twelve and four. And the Patriots, meh. And the Saints, obviously. You know, I'm not uh I'm not one to uh talk much nice about the Cowboys. I usually rip them pretty good. But just in looking at those teams and those names, what the Cowboys have to me, is they're young, and they have some talent, and they have yet to play their best game of the year. Hmm. And I think that's what makes them dangerous. If you have trouble creating automated Shopify Hey, I turned on the uh, turned on the on the computer here because I need I need to see a couple things. But I like the Cowboys. Um, not necessarily more or less than I ever would, but Ezekiel Elliott's as good as it gets. Prescott can get it done, and the kids are catching the ball. If Cooper's not open, Gallup has played well over the last couple weeks. They uh, they have their fair share of injuries just like everybody else, but they're playing a good brand of football. And we'll talk about it as it goes along. What do you say? We're talking about it right now. Well, I want to uh, – tell me who the first game is there, Mr. Kilboss. So the first game on Saturday. I know At it's a 4 435. Eastern time in Kansas City, Missouri. You got Kansas the Chiefs City. and the Colts going at it. Kansas City, here I come. The Battle of yeah, I-70. Yeah. I'm going to Kansas City. Kansas City, here I come. Yeah, yeah. They got some NFL player football, and we gonna get us some. Woo! What a game that started off, Mr. Kilbasa. Yeah. What a game that started off. Uh, the, the world is on the uh, the bandwagon of the Indianapolis Colts. I've noticed that over the last couple of weeks. And the Kansas City Chiefs uh, have the greatest fantasy 
football quarterback ever in the history of fantasy football, Mr. Mahomes going. And a very nice team, a very nice team. This could be, to me, an old-fashioned AFL game, if you would. Johnny Unitas versus Len Dawson. <laughs> We're throwing a little Bart Jones in there. And, oh, gosh, I could, I'd be – there was a number four quarterback. Bart Jones City. never made the playoffs, man. Nah, Bart Jones is one of our guys. I'm an AFC guy. I'm an AFC East guy based on where I live and where I grew up. So I got to see my fair share of the Colts when they were in Baltimore with Bart Jones. Very good. Very good. <laughs> but that's not the point. The point here is the Indianapolis Colts are playing the Kansas City Chiefs in what could be the best game of the weekend, could be the best game of the year. And at stake, of course, they're going to probably, everybody thinks they're going to go to New England, and that might might happen yet. But in this game, Mr. Kilbasa, if the smart guys in Vegas say the Colts are five-point underdogs, that means the Chiefs are supposed to win this game. And I think that this is going to be one of those games, sir, when the last possession of the game will decide it. We're not going to know. I think they're going to come out and uh, not necessarily slobber each other, but I think each has an offense that the other team's defense is not going to be able to slow down much. And I don't know what the over is, but I do know if we're playing like a daily fantasy football sort of setup, there's a lot of ball players here. I think everyone in America, everyone in the world, if you're interested in pro football, this is going to be a game to watch. And that's Michi talking. What about you, Mr. Kilbasa? 57 is the over under. I got I got 57 and 57 and a half, depending on what I'm looking at there. So what's that? 20, 28? 29 points a piece. That's a that's high, man. I well, think I sure. I, I, would, I would I would think and I don't know this for sure, but I wonder what the last 10-year average is is on NFL playoffs and taking the under. I bet the under is the the playoff bet to make for any game, especially high-scoring teams because they always seem to not score as much as they usually do. We brought that up last week on the uh, Sausage Hut with you guys. There were a couple of games you guys were going over, over, over. And I said, hold your horses here now. Michi's on the horn here. Yeah, with we you. were all hold over crazy horses. last week. So I had. Uh, it's not that I'm the voice of reason, and no one, God knows that's not the case, except here on the Sausage Hut when it comes to fantasy football. Yes. But otherwise, you know, you can, you can laugh all you want because we tend to have a lot of fun. The idea that the points have been down and as the playoffs go on, it makes sense that there will be, you know, tighter, tighter games. And I don't know if this game is going to be one of them. I don't, I can see both teams, offenses and defenses just having a, a nice time. And the route, the, the one way from Indianapolis to Kansas city is seven hours and 20 minutes. And the aforementioned I 70. Huh. And you can fly to Indianapolis, Kansas City for $228. Nice. We can get on the Sausage Hudge jet and I can get there for free. I don't know what the hell it costs you, but I know I can go for free. And as many shrimp cocktails as you want. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Whew. 
them some good shrimps too. I know you get those. You may even fly down to go get them yourself. For all I know, you have a lot of fun too, Mister Gilboss. Yeah, I got a place at Key Largo. Just pick them right out like candy. Just boom, boom. Do you ever quote the Australians the the shrimps on the barbie while you're opening beers with bikinis and the, and the boys hanging around and such? Every time, and it annoys the shit out Sweet. of them every time. Nice, nice. In this game, who do you like in this game? And then I'm gonna say who I like. Yeah, I I like the Chiefs, but I'd rather see the Colts win. I think that's where I'm at. If you were a pro football, what's the word I'm looking for? If your life depended on it, who's going to win this game? <laughs> Kansas City. But that the Kansas City's the safe pick. There's always a chance they could, you know, the week off could have just made them come out. If they come out flat and Luck says, sorry, guys, I'm shooting, and their defense is bad enough to begin with, it's going to come down to, who gets the ball last? So if yeah, my I life depended so. on it, I think uh, so. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Colts. There you have it, America. There you have it. This that would you, now the Colts have of course been a darling team, and everyone's jumping on the bandwagon. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that the Indianapolis Colts? can score 38 points and win a shootout against Kansas City. Yes. yes or no? I think they can. It's going to take that much. You yeah. know, Mahomes may make a couple of mistakes, but it's going to take that much. Um, fantasy football-wise, you have two of the premier names in fantasy football, quarterbacking right now. Hottest names, hottest name for the season, Mahomes. Hottest name over the last, potentially over the last few weeks, Andrew Luck. Who's going to have more fantasy points, Mr. Luck or Mr. Mahomes? Luck. That's where I'm going. I'm going Luck. All right. Who is going to have more fantasy points, T.Y. Hilton or Tariq Hill? Yeah. Um, I think T.Y. Hilton gets more. I think Mahomes spreads it, is going to be spreading it around more, so I'm going to go with T.Y. Hilton. Okay. Yeah, a lot of Colts love going on right here. I know. I'm surprised. I'm actually surprising myself right now. Let's go to super, uh, super uh, guy that you found on a free agent wire and saved your season, Eric Ebron. There's <laughs> more fantasy points, Mr. Ebron or Mr. Kelsey? Kelsey. All right. And at running back, my man, Mr. Mack um versus mr williams the fourth stringer out there in kansas city yeah my new, will it my be new guy who i'm going to be a keeper or will it be a committee in kansas city this weekend a committee in kansas city date no darian damian williams is that the guy i picked up is yes that, it is yeah. damian yes he had some great games he he can do it especially in this offense he's just a little dinky certainly dunker. can he can run fast too Certainly can. And he's had, I believe in his last four games, he's put up three touchdowns and some decent yardage. Um, I would put uh, Mr. Mack as being, I think I said this last week, you guys were kind of saying to me, you know, they, you know Colts aren't going to do that against that defense. Well, they certainly did. And Mr. Mack was a big bell cow. I would, uh, I would put my, I would put my fantasy nickel on Mr. Mack as well. Anybody going to score a defensive touchdown in this game, Kansas City or Indianapolis? No, no. 
with all those points being scored, no one's going to have a turnover for touchdown? No. You like the way I'm asking you twice, Mr. I know, I do because you're you're thinking that I should say yes because you're the No, de- I'm, you know, I'm at- asking <laughs> you're going to put $3 on a defensive touchdown as opposed to your usual 50 cents, and you're trying to get me to agree with you because you're Mr. that's Kielbasa, going to be your big bet of the weekend. America, here in New Jersey, we have the uh, sports book, and I enjoy the fantasy football element, and I sometimes can and can't pick games. It really depends. It depends on how I feel. But Michi's been more involved in fantasy football. So this is, uh, do you got any truth be told violin music you can play right now there, uh, yeah. Mr. Kilbasa? Yeah. Give me a little intro. Mishy tells the truth intro. Go ahead. Let's see here. <laughs> Mishy tells, Mishy tells the truth. You got it. Tell the truth, Mishy. Mishy tells the truth. Mishy likes his fantasy football, and when they made sports betting legal here in New Jersey, it took about six, seven, eight weeks for me to like check it because I'm not a big fan. And I noticed as I'm going through, you can play the sports gambling like we do fantasy football. And I would, through the course of after we're done talking, sometimes have to go back, not sometimes, very often have to go back and kind of take some notes on who the heck our touchdown makers are going to be. Mr. Kilbasa, this is a true story. And during the course of the season, I'm not much of a gambler, and 25 cents is 25 cents, and 50 cent is my maximum. And I started with $50 in my account, and I picked like the pro game as a fantasy football play for the gambling. And it's always 25 cents. And I've learned, you know, we, we throw some names around and it's lovely. You know, you're doing daily fantasy football. We, we, we helped you so much this year. It's not funny, but if you have access to it, some of the things we've said on the sausage, are like two touchdown makers, there's a, you could put a quarter on there and win like three bucks, Mr. Kilbasa. It's remarkable. Yeah, you know, instead of get instead of getting one kosher hot dog, you can get like six kosher hot dogs just by listening to the sausage hunt. And maybe get a little nacho cheese sauce on it and some chili. Oh yeah, maybe some sauerkraut, some old style. <laughs> Skip the nacho cheese and get the sauerkraut. I'm a traditionalist like that, Mr. Kilbasa. Okay. So anyway, what I mean to say is, one of the funnest, funnest, yes, one of the funnest things for Michi to do is. When we talk about who's going to score defensive touchdowns, because every week there seems there is one, sometimes more. And if I'm going to gamble on something to America, man, that's a gamble. Who is going to score a defensive touchdown? So from here, here, moving forward, um, that's what I'm referencing. Who is Michigan going to put a quarter on or not put a quarter on to score a defensive touchdown every time I talk about it? The rest of the stuff don't matter. We're talking fantasy sports. But when it comes to the defensive touchdown, I do it seriously, Mr. Kilbasa. I do it seriously. Yes, sir. Yes, I do. <laughs> you, you're Mr. Defensive Touchdown. Mr. Defensive Touchdown as like the most funnest, like 25 cent gamble you could possibly make. Because when it hits, it's fabulous. It's tremendous. 
and it changes games. And that's kind of the one thing that leads to another sort of thing. And that's the truth of the story. So we can have the closing music now, and then we'll talk some more. What do you say, Mr. Kavasa? That was Missy telling the truth, everybody. So you don't see any defensive touchdowns here. Is that what you're telling me? No, I don't. I think there's going to be very few mistakes from each quarterback. They're going to be That's a good call. completing That's mid-level a good call. passes all day. Nah, I don't see that. I don't see that at all. I see, uh, I see like I said, an old-school AFL game. These guys will throw the ball 30 yards downfield, if not 50. And we will see some big plays. My feeling on this game is Andrew Luck's a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. And the better quarterback is going to win this game. I'm taking the Colts. Straight Dan, up. Dan, straight up. You can have the points. You can do whatever you want. I like, let's, you know, at this point, all the teams are good. So for me, I like the Colts to win this game. Five. Somebody will give you four and a half. Somebody will give you five, and somebody will give you five and a half. If you're the you can um, when the flying savant comes on board, you know he's got a lot. I may like putting these things in, but again, I kind of do these things with a fantasy point of view, and I don't know. That's why I'm Mishy. What can I tell you? (laughs) That's why. Hey, I like the fantasy. I like that point of view, and. you know, I don't have to be with one-eyed Pete getting craggly. I got 55 bucks left. Do I get a beer and bet 50? Or do I get a sandwich and a beer and bet 43? Uh, give me a shot and a beer. I'll put 20 on the game. No, I don't want to be around those people, man. <laughs> Keep me away from that. Keep me away from those kind of people. Thank you. <laughs> i don't know you know those guys out there on the west coast that will join us they love las vegas i don't know if i have any interest in any of that you i love las vegas i'll go well, back there whenever anybody america, wants to america all y'all on that other side of the mississippi river at Michigan one away let me know what's so wonderful about las vegas i'd love to hear it i might even go Hey, you want to hear some football news? Let's go, football news. The Jets are going to hire Adam Gates as their next head coach. Congratulations, New York Jets fans. A new era begins on the same day that a new era begins in Cleveland. Mishy, congratulations. We both got new head coaches on the same day. I uh I don't I don't know. I don't know. I would sit on the ground, but I'm in the house. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm. I see what happens when you uh, turn on the buttons and you look at the internet there for five seconds. Yep. How about that? There've been a lot of coaching changes. Let's run through them before we get into any more games. What do you say, Mister Kilbasa? Sounds like a great idea. All right. The Jets seemingly have hired Adam Gase as a head coach. He did not have much luck with his quarterback, Mr. Tannehill, down there in Miami. And somehow, the word I got out of the 305, because you and I had been there, but you spent so much time with young ladies that I had some time to, like, roll off and check some real football stuff out. And I come back, and you're entertaining, and we're about to get on the boat. And 
Man, you are such a great host, Mr. Kielbasa. I just want America to know that right now. <laughs> but anytime. So were Mr. you. Gase, Mr. Adam Gase walked around. Um, can I say we're on the Internet? We're not on the radio, are we? Um, no, not right now. Okay, Mr. Mr. Gase would walk around with his nose up as if his shit smelled like peaches. And <laughs> he would laud that over you. On practice fields, in meetings, I'm the smartest guy in the room. I'm the head coach. Who the fuck are you? You work for me, you piece of shit. And the guys didn't like it, and they didn't like it one bit. And he's out of the 305, and he's moving north to a division rival. And I think the guy needed to take a year off to be a, a, a more... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? A more mature head coach. Because that crap don't fly if you're a head coach. And I think the Jets probably made a mistake. I hope not, but they probably did. Uh, and that's just me as a Jet fan. They, this guy should have, uh, to me, I hope he proves me wrong and he comes up and he's a straightforward individual. But, you know, from what I heard, he's not, he's, he's not ready for New York. We might be looking at Richie Kotite part two over here. Oh, no. That's a bad word around those parts, isn't it, Rich Kotite? Uh, some people. Some people would say so. You go to Philadelphia and they love him. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I'm not so I am. my. That's my first reaction. That's Michi's first reaction. New York Jet fans, I'm one of them. At Michi 108, love to hear from you. Holy crap. Hey, let's go on to hashtag America's team, hashtag the Cleveland Browns, shall we? Yeah. After uh, much debate, a somewhat surprising to some head coach pick for the 44-year-old. Uh, the man's of, name is Freddie Kitchens. What better way to handle a baker than by getting in the kitchens, everybody? Gum-chomping, yeah. hoodie-wearing Alabama quarterback. Who knows his football, I am sure. He called the plays for the last 10 games. Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, Something like that. Yeah, everybody's like happy that. with this 7-8, seven and 7-8-1 eight, eight season, even though. Well, why, didn't, uh, why didn't Greg Williams uh, either, you know, get the job, and why did he leave? Was he even offered the job? Nobody knows What's yet. What's the story? No, he interviewed for it. Um. The la there was a bunch of changes. A lot of lot of Browns coaches got their walking papers today. Um, That's not good. See, America's favorite offensive line coach got his. He's gone. Who's that, by the way? Uh, the guy. Did you watch um, Hard Knocks? Next question. Who's that? <laughs> Same as the other question. Yeah, uh, the big guy. Said hut. Said hut. He's gone. Everybody's oh. gone except I think the uh, the wide receivers coach. Oh, that's great. And uh, the linebackers coach, maybe or something like that. Guys, I didn't that, really know. You know, the Jets are going to do this same thing. And think of this, America. You have your number one pick, and the Jets had the number three pick, two quarterbacks, and both of them showed a little something at the end of the year. Your quarterback showed a lot. A lot of uh, consecutive games with touchdowns, all that fun stuff for the record book. And you are now turning their football future 
over to a whole new crop of guys. One year in, one set of coaches gone. Oh, shit, here comes another playbook. I talked about the guy for Gase for the Jets needs a chance to breathe and maybe change his approach. These quarterbacks are now going to be inundated with brand new stuff. They're 22 years old. Their body needs a vacation. They need to be in, you know, Acapulco doing things that, you know, Gronkowski only wishes he can still do. Instead, they're going to be having to learn all these these knucklehead new coaches and what the fuck is going on with their programs. And it's a long time to get that right. And yet, why does it always happen to the Jets and the Browns, Mr. Kabasa? America, why does it seem to happen to the Jets and the Browns more than most others? You think it's the football gods? You think it's Joe Namath made a deal with the devil and said, look, man, give me this Super Bowl. Uh, the Jets could suck for 100 years. You think Art <laughs> Modell, you think Art Modell's brother is the devil and said, hey, bro, let's fuck him good this time. And the devil said, I'll give you whatever you want. Brother says, I have everything. Just make you happy, Dark Lord. And poof. Art Modell did what he did. Oh, burning hell. I think they're cursed. I think, I think, I think the curse and the nasties and all that. There's something wrong with our teams, and I hope I'm wrong. Meanwhile, over in Denver, there's a little bit of uh, big drama with a guy named Nick Fangio, is now the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. America, you're familiar with him from uh, those Chicago Bear defenses of this year, who of course sucked last week. And he is now the uh, quarter, uh, the head coach of the Denver Broncos. How about that? Congratulations, Vic Fangio. You want to uh, – I listen to uh, the sports radio very limitedly. Because you get mad? Because you get angry at it? No, I, um, I don't like commercials. I hate commercials, too. Well, uh, you, you know, I don't use that particular word, but that's all right. Here in the sausage, you can speak as you feel. I uh, So when the commercials come on, I would usually find myself going around the dial. And um, to quote an old King song, going around the dial. Whew. You fan of the Kinks back in the day, Mr. Kilbasa? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were pretty good. They have a nice story. Maybe we'll talk about that sometime. Paranoia Kinks backstory is pretty it. good. Yeah, that was the comeback. That was the comeback. Yeah. And uh, on that, I believe on that record was Around the Dial. Are you listening? Are you listening to me? Around the Dial. Very nice. I saw so I would go. I would go. I would go around the dial. And this morning, yesterday, the day before, I stopped at uh, the WFAN with Boom Boom and some knucklehead in the morning. Right. Uh huh. And they were talking about. Uh, you know, Commander Bronco, John Elway, hosting Mike Munchak, the former coach of the Tennessee Oilers, Tennessee Titans, rather. And he played for the Houston Oilers. And the commentary that went back and forth for a whole 20 minutes was Munchak and his family stayed at Elway's house last weekend oh. while he was interviewing for the head coach's job. And Boom Boom said, you know, these guys, they've known each other. They've known each other their whole football lives. They're professional football people. And the uh, the knucklehead who probably couldn't throw a, a, you know, a newspaper five feet, you know, once it's even rolled up, couldn't throw a Frisbee. Let's put it that way. He probably couldn't throw a Frisbee. 
would say, I don't understand how grown people could be in each other's houses like that. Uh, what if you need to use the bathroom? And Boom Boom is saying, you know, you know, Mr. John Elway has, you know, probably has a 30 room house with 25 bathrooms. He goes, yeah, but it's still the same house. And it was just the stupidest thing. So Mr. Munchak was staying with Elway's house. And all of a sudden today, Nick Fangio got the job. How about that? That's crazy. Maybe all maybe 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 that guy on WFEM was right. Maybe they was trying to get something, something and it was nothing, nothing. And now he didn't get hired. Should we call Mr. Munchak and invite him on the sausage hut to find out what the hell happened? Yeah, let me see if I got his number. I have it um not I don't have it I don't have it on this phone. I don't have I think I have his number on somewhere written down. I'll give him a call. We'll bring him on, find out. And if he doesn't want to talk about it, you know that means he's guilty. Someone's guilty. So if Munchak does not come on the air, that means where there's smoke, there's fire. And if he comes on the air, we know, America, that everything's all well and good. What do you say, Mr. Kabasas? Do I see that correctly or am I stretching yeah, I, it a little I bit? think so. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, is it time? Uh, is it monkey time? Is it time for the savant to join us? Monkey time, monkey time. Yeah, it is. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Dun, dun. Lock and load, America. Here we come. All right. Let me get a little <laughs> dialing music going here. I might have to put my phone on the charger. This could be this could be something now. <laughs> What'd right. you have for dinner tonight, Mr. Kilbasa? I made a I made a wonderful chicken breast cutlet with a Pork rind almond crust that I just oven roasted, keto, delicious. Oh, just oven roasted, just oven roasted. Sure, just like that. And I and I made some, and I made some ranch homemade ranch dressing. No, no oil ranch dressing too. That put in a jar that it, it turned out pretty good. And a couple carrots. How about you? I, uh, you know what that made me think of, Mr. Kibasa? What's that? Getting a couple of pears. Like six pairs, and cutting them in half, and then getting like, like either a duck or some kind of roast, and kind of putting them pears and making something Asian style out of that, and making something pretty. Because that sounds really good. What you just described. Yeah. Tap what you. You can do whatever you want to with that stuff. Yeah, man. Cooking with fruit. Can you imagine? Uh, that's what they do in Asia, right? You spent some I, uh, time over there. Well, I don't know. I, I you know, until I get on the, the sausage hut private the sausage hut private plane, I may never get to Asia. They don't want me there, Mr. Kilbasa. I must admit to you. So you know, it will be a little little it might take some doing for yours truly to get into mainland China again. They don't want me. <laughs> they just don't want yeah they don't want you back that's what the, 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 uh you, you say america i try to be nice about it michi <laughs> does not want to tell the truth right now michi does not want to tell the truth right now that will not be returned let's move China. on shall we <laughs> all right Here's little, let's dial in the monkey dun, 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 dun. i got the dialing music dun, 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 dun. Dan it, 
Hello. Sausage Hut calling. Hello. 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 Are you there? Are you there? Howdy. 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 How's it going, fellas? Long time no talk to. How about them cowboys? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> How about? You know, them cowboys were so good, Mr. Savant, that I had a word with uh, Champ Hex, Hurricane Hex. And I said, Mr. Hex, will you join us tonight, please, on the Sausage Hut? He goes, I think that I said everything I needed to say last week, and I'm not going to say another word. Go Cowboys, Bonsai Hex. That was his message. Can you imagine? Well, he, he screwed everybody listening about the over-unders, that's for sure, saying that they were giving away free money in Las Vegas, and every game was an under, not an over except one. <laughs> the last one. <laughs> hey, Mr. Uh, Savant, how are you, sir? Oh, not bad. Just getting home from work. Well, that's uh, I'm 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 glad to be speaking with you here tonight, here in the Sausage Hut. Yeah, got a lot got a lot to go over. <laughs> Big games this weekend. <laughs> we uh, and I got to tease I got to tease the kibbutz about his hire. I mean, I've already got him. I already did it on the phone today, but I got to do it on the air because you basically hired the water boy. Wow. I mean, we, uh, the, the ink wasn't even dry on Freddie Kitchen's contract, and <laughs> the squatch came with, at me with both barrels, man, right off the bat. You know, I would, I know in the savant the way I do, that started before the AP press announcement of the head coach. Because that inside information in spies like us works in a lot of mysterious ways there, Mr. Kielbasa. I had to wait. I had to wait till, till Kielbasa, he, 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 he spoke up and then did the hashtag Super Bowl, hashtag America's team thing, and that, that was all it took. Um, I, I hate to be, the, I hate to be um, this guy right now, but I'll be this guy. Hashtag America's team. No. Cleveland Brown. No. 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 Hey, speaking of which, just before uh, just before you dialed up, we had a few words about some of the head coaches being changed. We covered the Jets. I am. uh, They got a good guy. They got a. They got a real good. uh, Gase is a really good coach, and he's going to be. He's going to be really good for Darnold. And if Uh they hire him. I'd heard on the way home that Vance Joseph is going to be the defensive coordinator. I um, I've 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 made the comment that this could be Rich Kotite part two. Oh no, no. Oh yes. Oh no, yes. Wrong. And then you come on the horn talking about uh, the Cleveland Club with Freddie Kitchens. And just before we dialed you up, um, it what the comment was this. Why do these things always happen to the New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns? Always happen to the New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns. I think and, the Jets hire is really good. They're, I, Mish, I think he's, I think he's a perfect guy for you. I think he's better. I mean, the other guy was going to be McCarthy, and you know what I, you know what guy. I think about I'm, him. I'm glad it's not McCarthy. Yeah, you know what I think about him. I think he's a bozo. The word is blowhard. Well, I just, I mean, 
I didn't know. I, I was, I was, there was a phrase on the radio this morning uh, where uh, McCarthy said, this is the only job I want. And right Yeah, then, I read that article. On the... Right then he was full of shit. Well, I think you, I think you got the best possible hire you could get. I mean, the best guy. At I was really lunch, surprised. I, I was really right. surprised you didn't go to Arizona, to be honest with you. Well, we didn't get to the Arizona bit. We got as far as uh, Fangelo, Fangelo. That's a great Fangelo. hire. And the fact that the fact that uh, uh, Kubiak's coming in, is coming out of retirement to be the OC. That they they got yeah. it going on, man. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so the the Broncos are doing all the right things, but the Browns hired the water boy. They they got Grandpa out of the hey, nursing let, home let in Denver, ask, and you're confirm, shitting on me. Confirm my question that I asked you this morning. What was his position at the beginning of the year? Quarterbacks coach. Oh, okay. Quarterback coach, water boy, right? <laughs> Water uh-huh. boy, yeah, dude. Okay, so, he called so, the plays so in the fourth me, preseason you're game. Me, you're telling me that a guy that's never had head coaching experience at any level whatsoever, zero. You almost want to have Adam Gase. Zero coaching experience at head coaching experience at any level. He's going to walk in there and run the Cleveland Browns to the Super Bowl, huh? Sounds like Arizona, though, to me, huh? Didn't Arizona do the same thing? Well, the, the guy coaching Arizona at least coached head, he was a head coach in college. I mean, he, he just got fired as the, the, the Texas Tech head coach. But, I mean, he coached, was the head coach for Texas Tech for the last five years. And uh, that's a little more than downtown Freddie Kitchens has. That's what I'm saying. In, 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 Look at the quarterbacks that he's put out in the last. You know that guy that's threw for fifty touchdowns. Never heard of him. What's his name? Mahomie. <laughs> um, Monkey's my homie. Yeah, he uh, he. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury was the guy yeah, that basically uh, groomed that guy. <laughs> Cliff oh, yeah. Kingsbury. I'm glad I didn't get yeah. a coach named Cliff Kingsbury. I don't want well, to he also played professional football. Did that? I, I can just look at that Kitchens guy and tell you. He, I guarantee you he didn't play professional football. He I was the quarterback for, for Roll Tide, dude. Hey, he was what? He was the quarterback for Alabama. Backup quarterback. Cliff Kingsbury? No, he no, played, Freddie he, he Kitchens. Was a, he was a journeyman backup quarterback in the pros, but I mean, Fred, he, Freddie he, Kitchens. He, he, yeah, where did he play? Alabama. He was the water boy. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> he was the water boy on an offense that ran the ball seven out of ten times. There you go. No, the thing I have, the problem I have with the, the, the that hire is it, it reeks of this is what our quarterback wanted. And that never worked. That could that, be. That never works. Oh, that never works. It's worked. It never works. It Ask never works. It never has worked. Ask LeBron. Never works. And uh, I think you would have been better off. I mean, the first, as soon as I heard it, I was like, well, what happened to Greg Williams? 
I mean, I'm not a I'm not a big Greg Williams fan by any means because I think he's a I think he's a blowhard, over the top, you know, crazy man. But I, he, at least he's got head coaching experience. In how many games did he win? Thank you. Well, okay. Then why didn't he get the job? That's a good His question. Is, uh... I'll tell you. You want it, you want the answer? Sure. Of course. The answer is Baker Mayfield. Baker didn't yeah, have it. Must be that, the money. That's the only reason he didn't get the job is because they picked the guy that Baker they wanted picked, to work with. They exactly, and and I'll tell you right now, it makes for a diva, doesn't it? That don't work, man. It don't work. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's let's let let's let the sausage hut be calm here and enjoy what they had just for a moment. Well, let's go. Let's when go you start throwing out their Super Bowl hashtag Brown Super Bowl hashtag America's Team <laughs> garbage, you start throwing that stuff out, you're putting hey, the ball Kielbasa. on the tee for the monkey. Hey, Mr. Kielbasa. Yeah, man. No, he. he the flying uh... savant doesn't know about audio editing yet. I'm glad he said hashtag America's Team. Thank you, Mr. Uh, savant. That was beautiful. Let's go. No, man. The other. Odd decision that I think is Bruce Arians going down to Tampa. See, I think Bruce Arians came out months ago and said that he wanted that job in Cleveland. That would have been the perfect hire. And where, why is he in Tampa? Well, because Cleveland didn't interview him. Why would the Browns not uh, interview a quarterback whisperer? Because Baker Mayfield told the general manager that I want this guy's coach, and the general manager listened to him. But Bruce Arians is the quarterback whisperer. Exactly. Why wouldn't you hire him? Why aren't you even giving him an interview when he came out months ago? Months Man, ago and said, the only job I'll come out of retirement for is the Cleveland Browns. Wow. Now, why wouldn't you even uh, give him an interview? Mr. Kilbasa, just before the savant came on the phone, I said something like that. What is wrong with the Jets and what is wrong with the Browns? This crap hire comes on all the time. That's, the guy, that's the guy that would be the perfect guy for a young quarterback. Perfect guy. Tell him, no, this is how we're doing it. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you. Not, and and the, the thing to remember about the, about I, – I reminded uh, – Kibasa of this earlier. Having expectations is a whole different ballgame. When you have expectations on you to win, when you are expected to win, it's not as easy. Everyone's going to have tape on Mr. Mayfield. Everyone's going to see every fault, every, every, you know, every strength, every weakness, and they're going to play to it. And I'm sorry, but when you're expected to be, oh, yeah, we're expected, they're going to be predicted by everybody, just about, to challenge for the division title, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Last time, like I reminded Kubasa, last time the Browns were expected to win the AFC North. A long time ago. It was a long time ago when Derek Anderson was a quarterback. My man. 
and had gone ten and six the year before, and everybody was high as a kite on the on the Browns, and they had uh, Kellen Winslow Jr. right, and they were just everyone was high as a kite Braylon on. They Edwards. had that 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 Braylon Edwards, and you know, and they opened the season against who. The, the, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys in Cleveland, and I believe Tony Romo beat him twenty-six to six, and they never recovered the rest of the year. They ended up what four and twelve, three and thirteen, oh. something like that. Uh, you know, and they yeah. have never been in contention since that moment. Hey, Mister Savant, you want to hear something fun? What's that? Derek Anderson was one of like. There was a week where there were five, I believe, five former or current Cleveland Brown quarterbacks starting in the National Football League this year. And Derek Brown, Derek Anderson was one of them. Yeah, he started for the Bills that week, and he lasted like – Five what? minutes. Yeah, like and three, then, two and a half, three quarters, and then they paid him the rest of the year. And then Colt McCoy – was there and he didn't last very long. No, he he went out against the Cowboys. And in the same week, Cody Kessler had a start down there in, uh, in Jacksonville. <laughs> Brandon Whedon's the backup quarterback for the Texans. Yeah, but he didn't play that week. He didn't start that week. And then of course Baker. Mayfield what what, what, what round did they drop Brandon Whedon in? <laughs> I believe uh, first round. I believe wasn't it? Uh, pretty quick, pretty quick, pretty quick. I think he has a first round draft choice. And did you say Josh believe, McCown believe, too? Josh McCown started that week too. And Josh McCown started that week for the Jets. Yeah, that's like five and six. Current and former Cleveland Brown quarterback started in the National Football League that week. That's hashtag PLB Nation. <laughs> Poor little buddy, America. That's what PLB means. Poor little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag right. PLB. I, I, I'll, 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 I'll back off. No, I, no, no, no. Get him in while you can. It. Get it in while you can. It is. But I'll back off because I do love Baker Mayfield, and I really like your boy, Miles Garrett. I think he's a stud. So, we'll see, but I was really surprised they hired that guy, especially since he was just the quarterback's water boy or whatever at the beginning of the year for um, the HBO thing, whatever it was. They got to hang out in the, in the little RV together and become buddies. That was nice. the third-string quarterback, Brody, Brody, whatever his name was. You know, broccoli, you just, whatever. I forget the guy's name. Guy with the hot chick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other hires, Denver, Denver got the right guys. Fangio's going to make that defense even better than it is. And the fact that Kubiak is going to be the OC. Only problem is with Denver, they ain't got a quarterback. Denver is going to be in tougher spot than the uh, Oakland slash wherever they're going to be next year. Yeah, they're talking about playing at Qualcomm down in San Diego now. I know it. That's the latest. Hey, Mr. Savant, the farthest out, we spoke about this on the show. There's even conversation that the Raiders might go play in London for the year. No way. Really? What? 
Gruden yeah, hates there's... London. He hates the whole idea of going over there. I can't imagine doing that. It's it's San Antonio, Los, uh, San Antonio, um, um, San Diego. London. I'm surprised they're not playing at at the Thomas Mack out there or, at the out there at the the college stadium there at um, well, the San Francisco 49ers got a new arena. Why can't they play there? Well, they've talked about it. But I'm surprised that that the Vegas hasn't stepped up and said, "Hey, play out there where the where the UNLV plays." Because uh, I mean, here there's a boatload of requirements. Um, I mean, it's, it 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 holds like fifty thousand people. Yeah, but that's not the only requirement. The NFL, they you got to have a lot of stuff there that the NCAA teams don't have to have in their in their facilities. Well, you know, I'm surprised gear. that they didn't step forward and say, "Hey, we're." We, this is our team. We'll put them up, you know, here at this place. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. Hey, let's go back. Uh, let's go down to the Green Bay Packers hiring a guy named Lafleur as I, their head I, coach. That's another weird thing, too. I mean, they okay. Last year, he's a, the the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. Okay, boy, yeah. that was what what ranked offense was that? Like twenty four. Made the playoffs. No, they didn't. Last year? Not this, not this past season. And the not year before, he was the quarterback's coach for the, the Rams. So that was his first season as OC in down there? In Tennessee, this last year. I, I thought he was there longer than that. No. All right, continue, please. Please continue. No, he, he, he was... This past season, he was the OC for Tennessee, which, like right. I said, what was, I mean, you got computers in front of you. I don't, I'm not online out here in the woods. I mean, what was Tennessee's offensive rank? Like 24, 25? <laughs> hey, Kay Einstein, he thinks we have computers. <laughs> I know you guys do. I got a reel-to-reel tape. Uh, I got a dog. I got four candles burning and a cup of coffee. Thank you. And then, no, I, you guys are online all the time. Anyways, I think they were like 24, like scoring offense. I know they were like in the mid-20s. Yeah, they uh, had a lot of issues down there. No okay, all right, all right. And so ooh, no head coaching experience whatsoever. Only one year experience as an offense coordinator. And I just listened to an interview with him on the way home, and he says, yeah, he's calling all the plays. Oh. I, <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers got how many years left? Four, five? Yeah. Two at the most. You think? Aaron, yeah. And I'm going to, speaking of champs, I'm going to dial in the champ right now. Let's see if he answers. And he's a push. Ah, the hex went to uh, voicemail as well. So we've had a toad and a hex both go to voicemail. So, uh, toad, toad, toads don't want no part of it. He didn't want no part of it because he's uh, he's basically told me that he's on on to baseball. <laughs> he's mad. Which I, I think I think it's hilarious because he's coming over Sunday for the 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 game. <laughs> 
And uh, you, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna wear your Dodger hat? No, 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 no. Put a no, no. on. <laughs> no, no, no. We're we're you know he's coming over to watch the the final. I I get to I get to watch him as as it sinks in that that his team is. His boy Chowder is going down. Oh. His boy Chowder is finally the the demise is here, and it's the and, it, and Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa are going to have him for lunch. They're going to have Chowder for lunch, and I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch Toad cry. Are you going <laughs> to quit? Now that's a morning game. You going to have some proper breakfast for him, or what? No, we're 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 eating full on Mexican food. We're going we're going full on tamales, beans, cheese dip, the whole bit. At nine thirty in the morning? It's not nine thirty. Comes on at, it comes on eleven, doesn't it? Because, eleven well, my time. all right, two hours. Two hours difference. All right. Yeah, eleven my time. Oh, that's good enough time for all that goodness. <laughs> Keep talking, guys. I'll be right back. What? Right. When do you get here? Yeah, they, I, I, I've got a, I've got a feeling that, uh, I got a feeling that Toad's going to be crying come Sunday. We spoke of uh, Mr. Kilbasi and I. If you listen to it, it doesn't matter if you don't. But is this the game? Is this the game for Tom Brady, where it's just they cannot do it at home? And history says they're going to find a way to win this game. You know that. But oh, I know, I know because the. the He's seven and zero against Philip Rivers. He's never lost and, against him. And and they do not lose the, a home game in the semis like this. Oh, no. I know, I know. No. But so, this is this this is the this is the beginning of the. This is when it all is like. Do you would you not say that Sonny Michelle, Sonny Michelle, is the most important player for New England in this ball game? Well. He's they they have to be able to run the ball to win, no question. But I think the the guy that has to have a huge game for him is because Derwin James is going to take Gronkowski out of the game. Derwin James is going to I mean forget Gronkowski, and their their one corner is going to take Edelman out of the game. So the guy that has to have the big game for him is the guy that hasn't done nothing all year, and that's Hogan and. The the guy that if he has a real big game could keep them really in the game is James White because the one thing with the the Chargers if you watch them they they're really over uh, aggressive they over pursue everything yeah they attack hard they over pursue everything and that's the way and and if you watch the, the their games against Kansas City the first game against Kansas City that's how they got burnt. It, Yep. Kareem Hunt had a big game, and uh, uh, Tyree Kill had a big game. Huge and, game. Yeah, both those guys had big games, and it's because they over-pursue everything. Um, but I think, you know, James White could have a huge game. And if if, if the if the Patriots could win, Hogan's got to have a presence, and James White's got to have a big game. Michelle, I mean, he's, ain't he's, no one been able to run the ball like, you know, good against the Chargers. I mean, the, the Chargers just went up against the number one, I mean, running 
team in the last two months this last That's, week. Uh, what the Chargers saw what happened. What the Chargers what the Chargers did last week was a tremendous feat of coaching. Oh yeah, it was brilliant. Ball players. It was tremendous. brilliant. Tremendous. It, it was brilliant that, that they put all those big defensive backs and safeties in there to basically say, "Look, you you're going to have to throw the ball." Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying though, Mr. Mr. Savant, New England, you're telling me against the odds, all odds in an early game on the East Coast that the Chargers are going to beat the New England Patriots at home and shock the world. What's the point spread in that game? Uh, last I thought it was five. I could be wrong. New England's favored by five. Is I that what you're telling me? I could be wrong. Okay, how much was Bama favored on Monday night? thousand points. Four. four five and, and a half. half. Five and a half. Yep. Now, what does that tell you? So what? Well, you tell everyone me. Everyone thinks New England's going to win, just like everyone thought Bama was going to win. Ah. So that's why it's that. not a. I mean, if if, if New England was going to win, why aren't they favored by seven? You're telling me. You're telling me that they're favored by five. So that's saying that by by Las Vegas logic. That's saying that the the Patriots would be favored in L.A. by two. Let's uh, you see. I understand that. Let's. Uh, I give me a break. I mean, <laughs> I think, I think the Chargers would beat them. I, I totally think the Chargers would beat them. I think that it's not one of these things that you just turn on a light and all of a sudden you start playing good. How many times? Last game of the season, the Patriots played the Jets. Correct. Oh yeah. How many times did the, did the uh, Jets sack him? Five? Tom Brady. Well, quite a few, if I remember correctly. It's like four or five times, and right. they hit him. Right. Hit him at least ten. Right. All right. Here's your update, Mr. Kilbas, uh, Mr. Kilbas, and Mr. Uh, Savant. FanDuel Sportsbook in New Jersey has the Chargers plus four. Okay, plus four. So then you're basically saying that the the Patriots would be favored even if it was in Los Angeles um, by one to point. Me, to They'd me, be favored by one be, point. No, right, you can say that. Okay, what did the what was the opening line? I don't have access to that, but I thought okay. it was more. If you go to Vegas Insider, they have all that. I bet you the opening line was at least six, maybe even seven. It's gone all the way down to five now, or you're saying four on FanDuel. So the smart people, allegedly, are saying it's over. And you are planning not to celebrate Chowda, but to eat him. My whole thing is, <laughs> my whole thing is it's not, a, it's not, you can't just turn on the, 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 the whole thing like, this ain't the same Patriots, man. No, not at least. First of all, first of all, their defense is average. Okay, just I mean, just go down to break down each thing. Okay, whose defense is better? Chargers. Okay. Hey, goodbye. Whose offense? Who? Where? 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 Where their offenses rank? Both the offenses rank. Okay, go go. If you look at offense, who has the the running back? Uh, uh, advantage Chargers. Okay, who has the receiver advantage? Toss up. I'd still say Chargers have a receiver advantage. 
I'm a big fan of Mike Williams in this game. I'm a huge fan of Mike Williams in this game. I'm yes, a huge sir. fan of Keenan yes, Allen sir. in this game. Because they're going to put Keenan Allen in the slot, and they're going to make sure that Gilmore is – if if Gilmore's going to stay outside, they'll put Keenan Allen in the slot. Gilmore will end up on Williams. Keenan Allen will kill him. If, Keenan, if, if Gilmore travels with Keenan Allen, then Mike Williams will kill him. The other thing to look at is Hunter Henry's going to play in this game. Is that for sure? Yes. Hunter Henry's going to play in this game. That's going to be a difference, too. The other guys can be a huge difference in this game that always gives always gives New England problems is Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, last time they played in, in New England last year, he killed them. They lost. He, he ended up with huge numbers. game or something like that. Huge numbers again. Like yeah. Okay, so... Look at the matchups. Once again, we did this last week, and we were right on every single game. Every single game we were right. That's why we're here in the sausage hut, Mr. Savant. We were right on every single game. Every matchup that we broke down in every game, we were right on the money. Yes, right sir. on the money. Now, yes, sir. you look at the matchup in that game. You look at each matchup in that game. The only guy that if, if the Chargers are going to lose – He's Phillip Phillip Rivers will lose the game for him. <laughs> and he, yep. can, can he do it? Yeah, yes. he can do he it. He can lose that game, absolutely. He can do it. And I've seen him do it on many occasions. I just don't think – I, I think they're going to run the ball right down the Patriots' throat and then play action is going to kill him. And I think the Patriots are going to get behind and have to play catch-up. And then I think – I think Bosa and Ingram are going to be all over Brady, and I think it's going to be a sad day in Chowdertown. Wow. Will there be a defensive touchdown by the San Diego Chargers in this game? <laughs> yes. Uh... Yeah! <laughs> Mitchie's 401K tape to his bathroom mirror is all about the defensive touchdown bets that he makes every week. Well... At the, I, I just, uh, I think that the, the, the Chargers are prime. I think they're uh, on a mission, and I think they're prime. And every game's a road game, so why should this be any different? Okay, I just got a text from, just got a text from the Toad. How is Mr. Diablo? Text. Here's what he says. Uh oh. Ha! Saw I got a call from the Sausage Boy. <laughs> Pat 26, you. Chargers 22. <laughs> I promise I will come on next week, win or lose, to defend my family's honor. Too late. Oh, Tommy. Tommy's going to get got, you 26. We haven't even gotten to his honor yet. Please. We're still on the game. Huh? I'm going to text him back. We're, we're, we're speaking of your game directly. Yes, sir. What about you, Mr. Kibasa? What do you see going on in New England? I know you have said New England's not going to lose. How are you feeling about that this week? How do you get 26 points? Three touchdowns and yeah, you miss a few, miss an extra point in there somewhere, I guess. He's saying well, he's Mr. saying Diablo's that the, a Patriot fan. I don't know. Yeah, I. Uh, That's a lot of field goals. You can't. You can't. <laughs> You can't ever count the the goat out until it's over. This it might be the last. He, there's no way he's gonna go out. He, there's no way he'll retire 
if he loses well, this the, game. Well, the whole thing, the whole thing with uh, uh, what's his name is OC not taking any jobs tells you that he's not retired. Right. Yeah, the, the, the only reason that McDaniel's is is staying there is because you know Brady's basically said, "Look, I'm playing next year for sure." So otherwise, he would be he would have been he would have you know at least accepted interviews as far as you know. It is best after what happened to him last year. It's best that he doesn't even go out and interview this year. Much better move on his part. And he's lucky Brady's coming back. I just don't think that they're uh, – I just – you know, like I said, it's not – they haven't played well enough to – they just so haven't Mr. played Kibaba. well enough over the last two months. And, and he might not be, you know, saying he's hurt. Brady's hurt. His shoulder's hurt, man. All right. He – he was on the injury report about three weeks ago with a, with a shoulder injury. He wasn't practicing, okay? And he hasn't looked the same the whole month of December. He hasn't looked the same. Well, he had a tremendous game followed by two clunkers followed by a tremendous game. Which Tom Brady? See, I almost want to argue now how the Patriots are going to win this game just so we can get he may be, you know, towed a little joy, maybe false, false joy. I don't know. But the Patriots run the ball, as you said, get the ball to white. I think run the boy, run the ball with our man, Sony, Sony Michelle, not Sonny Mitchell. He's another guy. <laughs> he was the rookie. And they can control a little clock, control a little tempo and look for some of that magic that they find in the fourth quarter. And Phillip Rivers is a quarterback that can deliver magic to another team late in the game. And if, yeah, but the thing is, is if if the Chargers come out and get ahead, that the only way the only way the Patriots win this game is if they come out and get the Chargers down and make the Chargers have punch. to play catch up, and then that's when Rivers will make a mistake. Otherwise, if the Chargers come out and get on top. They're going to hand the ball to those three running backs who are going to run it right down the throat of the, of the Patriots defense. Until they stop it. And, they stop and, it. and, and, and they're going to around. release the hounds onto Brady. Release the and, hounds. And what? I'm, 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 you heard it here. I'll tell you right now. I'll take – give me the – give me the char- – I'll tell you right now. Give me the Chargers – Give me those points. Give me the Chargers. I'll take it all day long. I have no idea what the over-under is, but after last week's uh, over-unders, we probably shouldn't even look at those. What's right. the weather supposed to be like? Don't have that information. A 1% okay. chance because of that's, rain. That's key. That's key. If it All of a sudden, you guys get this East Coast Northerner snowstorm and it's freezing cold, Patriots are in. It's going to help the Patriots a lot. Now we're in a La Nina effect. It's going to be a forty. Let's say it. It's going to be about forty degrees as a high temperature that afternoon. The sun will be out. The breeze will be blowing. It'll be beautiful. Okay, I I got. I'll take the bolts. All right, all right, Mr. Kilbasa. One more chance. What do you got? 
I want the Bolts to win. I think the Patriots will win. They're All gonna right. they're if if they're gonna ground and pound, they're gonna ground and pound. Uh, Philip Rivers is gonna go off. He's gonna play like a champion, but he's gonna be in Gillette Stadium, and Tommy knows that if this goes bad, it's over, and he doesn't want it to be over. Well, there you go. Hey, Mr. Kibasa. Yeah. Will there be a shot of Philip Rivers holding his pregnant wife crying as he goes off the field oh at the end of the God. game in that scenario? <laughs> <laughs> or is she at home in California with the kids? She's got taking all those care of all those kids, man. Yeah, she's, she's pregnant. And, and she's pregnant. Yeah, I man, forgot I about the eight more at home. Somehow, how did I forget that? <laughs> well, did forget you that? didn't think about taking care of them. You just thought, yeah, yeah, there they, there's eight of them. I'm sure they've Somehow got plenty Somehow someone of said he's got like four nannies. None of them pay taxes. I'm not sure who that was, but <laughs> it's uh, one of you guys said. Oh, that was me. Sorry. Let's move away from New England. <laughs> no, let's not move away from New England. Let's go to the. Envy and jealousy and the heartbreak that is going to be our pal, Diablo Toto. He is going to be having the finest of Mexican food in the morning. Will he, uh, Will he like, leave the house or will he hide in the bathroom in the dark after the game, Mr. Um, Savant? No, he'll, 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 he's already, you got to understand, Toto. Toto's a smart dude, real smart. Oh, we know okay. that. He's already he's already laid the groundwork for the loss <laughs> by saying that he's ready for baseball season. Oh, I see. I by, oh, I'm all ready for baseball. You know, he sent the big text to us the other day. Hardball's right around the corner, guys. You know, he's already he was, is, he was complaining and bitching about fantasy football needing to end so he could get away from fantasy sports. Because he was so worn out because of baseball led into football. And now, two weeks after we're done, basically, with that, three weeks at the most after we're done with fantasy football, he's aching for fantasy baseball to come. Oh, pitchers and catchers report in a month. You know, and he's like, I'm like, what are you talking about, man? This is like the best. These are the best, like, three weeks of the whole the sports season. year, the whole sports year period. I mean, the the National oh, sorry, Football League the playoffs and the, 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 the NCAA playoffs and the, the national championship, all that, that. I mean, come on, man. Now, we, had some, we had some great games last week that just got It was awesome. Excited. It was awesome. That was tremendous. I mean, it started exactly the way it would, we said it would. The Colts came out in the first quarter and just were like, boom, 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 boom. just oh, like we said it. it would. And then that that Cowboys uh, Seahawks game, you know, played right was, out. What did I talk about? It was, it was, a, it was a great game to watch. It was very entertaining, and I mean, it was physical. It had it all. It was a, it was just a really good game. And then the next day, I mean. Every I couldn't believe while I'm sitting there watching the pregame, everybody's picking the Ravens to win that game. And I'm like, how is it that all these guys that are getting paid to be analysts, all these guys that get paid, to be, paid to be analysts, don't see what we see? 
and he can't even be on the sausage hut, bastards. I, I mean, I mean that game was so predictable, man. That game was so predictable. There was no way the Ravens were going to beat them in that game That's because it. they had played two weeks, three weeks before. That's editorial bias right there, I think. Well, because they got to say what the bosses want them to say. I guess. I guess I watched two pregames, pre pregame shows, and on both of them, six uh, six guys picking the game. Only two of them picked the Chargers. The other four of them, the other four picked the, the Ravens. I'm like, how in the world <laughs> can you be that fooled? Hey, by, remember by the smoke and mirror show that was what the Ravens were. I mean, that kid can't throw the ball. They're in we, trouble, man. We, the fact we, that we, they well, have committed to the, the fact that they have committed <laughs> their franchise to that kid, and they didn't bring Joe Flacco in, a guy that's won the the, the MVP for the Super Bowl. Only what? How many years ago? They didn't bring him in at halftime. I would, if I was a coach, I would have brought him in at halftime. There was no way that kid was bringing him back. And then he almost did. Well, uh, yeah, well, yeah, he didn't almost. Listen, I mean, they scored if, 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 if the Chargers if, can be that close to uh, to uh, what you're describing is worse than a water boy quarterback. Why can't the uh, quote? I'm not quote, saying he's worse than a water boy quarterback. He just can't throw the ball. All right, great. And Tom Brady can't throw the ball. No, Tom Brady can throw the ball. It, he ain't going to go down without a fight. I'm not saying that. I mean, I just think that their time is done, man. Their time is done. It's finally, I mean, besides the fact that I have Patriot, Lash, I mean, it's just I it, it, enough, man. Enough. Huh? I finally understand what it was like when I was a kid and, you know, the Cowboys had won for so long, everyone hated them. And I, I was like, why would you hate these guys? Well, you know, after like 18, 20 years of being that good, I understand why everyone hates you. And I'm to the point with the Patriots, yeah, I respect the sh- hell out of them, but enough already. I mean, go away. Go, go be what you, you know, a, a good team every 10 years like you were, you know. Once every ten years, you know, because enough. It, it, I mean, I, I've had enough of hearing that he is the greatest quarterback ever. I've had enough of hearing that Bill Belichick's the greatest coach ever. I mean, enough. They play in the worst division in football. They have played in the worst division in football for twenty years. Oh, wait it's a, a second. It's a. It's a. It's a. It, I mean, enough. It's time for them to be at home, national TV, on Sunday, get embarrassed, and get it handed to them. Wow. Man, oh, man. And, I hope I, I, and, and I, it couldn't happen with a better guy to rub it in their face than Philip Rivers, as far as I'm concerned. Let him be the guy that does it, and let it be Anthony Lynn, perfect coach. To just be like, okay, enough. You guys are enough. 
And I hope it happens. And then, <laughs> and, and then if next week I have to crawl and basically say, yeah, he's the greatest. Yeah. Bill Chuck's the greatest schemer ever. Sasquatch, I got a question for you. I had them all you. figured out. It Sa- ain't going to happen, man. This Dude. is it. Into the line. I got a question Enough. for you. I got a question for you. When, and I'm sure you remember this, when was that game when you knew it was over for Roger Staubach? Well, the thing with Staubach was, the thing with Staubach was, he was forced to retire by with Landry. Landry pushed him out. It, it wasn't, I mean, his last season, if you look up the stats, I believe he was the league MVP his last season. He had his best statistical season. And they he, they blamed it on a concussion. He and got was, knocked out twice that that year in games because of concussions. And Landry was set on Danny White being his replacement and pretty much pushed him out. So it wasn't the moment that I, you know, that all Starbucks done. No, the moment that you knew that the Cowboys were in trouble and like the dynasty was coming to an end was when, when the Niners beat him on the, the Niners beat him on the, uh, 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 catch game because the Cowboys were up 13 points in that game with four minutes left in that game. And they never lost games like that. They never uh, lost in situations like that. They, they had the ball. If I remember correctly, they were up 13 points with five minutes left and had the ball. And they ran, they ran Dorsett into the line, straight into the line, three straight times. And that was when I was like, the game passed, passed him by. Mr. Mr. Savant, can you tell us which way the flags on the top of the goalposts were blowing in at that particular moment? <laughs> Out of town. You know, that's, 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 that's almost 40 years ago, and I remember like it was yesterday. I, I had no doubt that you would. <laughs> no question. <laughs> okay, Toad, next, the next, here's the next uh, text by Toad, and we can, you know, we can go to this game if you want. Rams 24, Poke 16. Let's uh let's save that for the grand finale. Okay. What, do you, what do you want to do, Mr. Kilbasa? You want to go back to Saturday? Or you want to stay with Sunday? <laughs> I, it doesn't matter to me, man. It's the playoffs, and every game's going to be good, man. Let's uh let's uh let's let's talk about the the game in Los Angeles. Can we get some traveling music, please, Mr. Kilbasa? I love LA. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> 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 I was singing Tina Turner earlier today. It's been a weird musical day. Need to be playing. Need to be playing Tupac California. Uh, not here on the sausage. <laughs> I like that song, California. Uh, Doctor like Dre and Tupac. Song. Yeah, that's one of the that's like one of the that greatest song. rap songs of all time. I agree. <laughs> all right. Okay. It's a football game on Saturday. Yeah. The Cowboys are playing the Rams, fellas. Sasquatch, Michi was talking about the tubes earlier. Do you got any tubes vinyl? 
What's up? Mitchy was talking about the tubes earlier tonight. You got any tubes on vinyl? Any early tubes? Nah, I'm a little bit the older. Tubes? Than Mr. Einstein. No, I don't have tubes. I'm a little bit older than uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Savant. That that would be. I would think they were making records, and you know them cowboy underoos fit perfectly, and you were not yet ten years old. So I got. I just that. got a. I got a. a a brand new uh, uh, Duke Ellington yesterday. Nice. Which one did you pick up? The, the Duke Ellington Space Band, the Cosmic Scene. Was that from oh, the 60s? That's off the charge. Was that from the 60s? or the, That's from the 60s. No, that's like, that's like 50s. Late 50s then. Ah, that sounds like fun. Sounds yeah, it's, like a, fun. It's, a, it's a dandy. It's how many sure. how many how many guys were in the Ellington Orchestra for this one? Was it the orchestra, the quintet, or the three piece he played with? No, no. It's um, you want me to give you the rundown? Um, ah, you can give me the full. Was it a full orchestra? It's the Spaceman, Duke Ellington Spaceman, with Clark Terry at trumpet, Paul Gonzalez's tenor sax. Nice. Jimmy Hamilton clarinet, Sam Woodgod is drums, John Sanders trombone, Quentin Jackson trombone, Britt Woodman trombone, Jimmy Wood bass, and the legendary Duke Ellington on piano. You know why I like Duke Ellington, uh, America, and fellas? Because Duke Ellington was so distinctive with his notations when he would actually play piano. His piano playing is so fantastic that his left hand had more talent than most guys can even imagine and he was the, the best he was so my father would play me quite a bit of uh duke ellington music growing up the guy was just incredible so that's very nice mr uh savan i would i would enjoy uh i would enjoy it's hearing dandy. more about that i would it's enjoy hearing more about you can't that. beat it for a 15 dollar vinyl <laughs> $15, did you, uh, 180 gram, brand new pressed vinyl. Did you go shopping for it, or did you have it delivered? Oh, no, I had, I had it delivered. I had just been on order for, for moons, eh? All right. I have, like, I have, like, stuff that's been on order, and it's just, like, eventually comes pressed once they, they you know. Hey, that I have sounds the, like a- I have these, I have these different places that basically say, Hey, this is coming. Do you want to, you know, do you yeah. want, do you want one of the first, because most of this stuff's limited edition. Yeah. As, as I would, as I've heard the marketplace is, however, Mr. Savant, you said something that makes a perfect segue back to pro football. Something you said, you said, when it becomes available, I'm going to get it. And I'm asking you, on Saturday, the opportunity for the Cowboys is ripe. Can the Dallas Cowboys beat the Los Angeles Rams, allegedly the best team in football? I don't think they are. Can they beat the Rams? And how are the Cowboys going to beat the Rams on Saturday? Well, You want gonna, it. It's on the table. What What is going to happen? I'm going to put you in the way back machine like I what, do. What, 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 what? What, 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 the Cowboys what, what, of the 90s. Yeah. The game, the game that the Vince when, when, that they won, they won 
that made America wake up and go, man, these guys are for real, was I believe it was a Sunday or Monday night football game in that exact same stadium against the then Los Angeles Raiders. Um, Go ahead. And they came out there and just beat them down. And that was the game that kind of was like, okay, these young kids are for real. They ended up going on and losing that year in the, the playoffs because Aikman got hurt. But then the next year won the Super Bowl. Well, okay, are you telling me? I'm telling you right now. Come around. I'm telling you now. America, you're telling America and the world right now. I I don't think they'll win. Oh no! I didn't expect that. I don't think they'll win. I think they'll play a good game. I think the game will be close, but I don't think they'll win. And Mr. and the reason why I don't think they'll win. Angeles. I think that uh, um, I think Todd Gurley will have a huge game. I um uh, I would say Jared Goff at home is is going to be a difference maker there. I think the Rams are not the team they were seven weeks ago, five weeks ago, and I what you said about the enthusiasm and the youth, the Cowboys coming up and playing a big game is going to be on the table. They're heavy underdogs. See, I'm looking at it right now. They're seven and a half point dogs. But that tells the you right Rams, there. That tells you right there they're going to lose. The Rams without Cooper Cup are a different team. And the, the, the problem in that game is there's there's one matchup that really bothers me in that game. Okay? Elaborate. And the difference of the game, the difference of the game is going to be right here, is the Cowboys – Starting left guard is out. Okay. Yeah. And, and backup is their right guard, Martin, the All Pro is hurt. He's been playing with a with a hyperextended knee. He's hurt. Aaron Donald is going to eat that rookie that's subbing in Connor from Texas. Connor Williams, I think is his name. Okay. Number 52. Number 52. He's terrible. He's terrible. He's not heavy enough to play guard in the National Football League. He hasn't gained enough weight. They haven't put enough weight on him to be able to handle the position. Aaron Donald is going to destroy the Dallas Cowboys offensive line and blow them up. They're going to get behind quick. Like I said last week, the Cowboys are all about playing from the lead. They're not going to jump out to a lead. The Rams are going to jump out quick on them, put up 14. Cowboys are going to be playing catch-up the rest of the game. That means the running game isn't what they, they need it to be. Dak Prescott's liable to throw two, three interceptions. One by Tlaib or, or Peters will be returned for a touchdown. They'll get beat by at least 14. Did I just hear another defensive touchdown getting called? Yep. Shazam, Mr. Kibasa, shazam. Now, do I want that to happen? No. In in, in the, the in, I I in in a perfect world, Ezekiel runs the ball right down their throat. 
The Rams suspect offensive line is tortured by Demarcus Lawrence, and and the Cowboys are just all over Todd Gurley. Those linebackers are keeping him from doing anything. But I'm just I'm sorry, the fact that they didn't play last week. Gurley rested the last two weeks of the season. He got rest last week. He hasn't had to really take a hit or play in a month. Um, and McVay, Ooh. McVay, I watched the I watched the Rams go into Dallas last year. Who on this phone on on this sausage hub broadcast said, "Well, it's going to be a lot like Alabama against Clemson." You thought Alabama was going to win? Yeah, well. Six and a half, seven points? Yeah, well, that scenario, <laughs> Mr. Savant, is what you really meant to describe when you were talking about the Cowboys at the Rams this weekend. That's what I want to tell you. A little warm and fuzzy. For well, you, you, know what, you, know, you know what the whole thing the other night national championship reminded me of? Because what's, they're, what's, they're, they're buddies. I got a feeling that that look that you saw on Saban's face, it's going to be the same look on Billichek's face. America. Listen, guys, we're almost at two hours here. We got one more game to go, so we're putting – I'm giving 10 more minutes to get through the final AFC two games? division. Two games? One game. One game. What'd you guys? Who'd you guys pick in the other game? The uh, – Pick the, the Colts. Uh, Indianapolis Colts. You did? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I agree. Did you know Indianapolis is 730 miles from Kansas City off of, like, one road? You get there in a straight shot. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> All right, so we go, to the, we, go to, we go to the Big Easy. The Big <laughs> Sleazy. <laughs> Give us some traveling music, Mr. Kielbasa. Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Nick Foles. The best winning percentage between December and February of any quarterback in National Football League history. Is that what you got for us? Oh, you you, you had your traveling music, and we're here. Oh, I didn't hear the traveling music. I apologize. No, I apologize. I mean, you guys can't hear it when I play it. I mean, I don't think you can. I'd, I'd be surprised if you could. That would mean uh, I, um, the, this mixing board's right. doing things that I don't think it can do. When I get that new mixing board, once that money starts rolling in, then maybe I can figure out how to get it to where you guys can hear. Be blasting that that Bourbon Street music loud and clear. If if you uh if if we bring the Devon on as a regular, we can go for a five hour marathon and really get some subscribers. Come on, come on. So what do you think about that game? I I um. Gonna ask Mr. Kilbasa after after all the domination of the sausage hot time. Mr. Kilbasa, first you. Tell me who's the winning winning team in the Eagles at the Saints. I'm saying that the Foles train continues to roll and the Saints come out and lay an egg and the Eagles are going for it again. And Eagles versus the Dallas Cowboys next week. What is the worst thing I've said about Philadelphia this year? Anybody, any idea? Yeah, it's hard to tell because you don't have anything good to say about Philadelphia ever. They cheese whiz and grease poles. <laughs> that's, that's, what what you that's what That's about what you get in Philadelphia. You get, if you win it, if you win anything big, they got to grease the poles. 
because people climb on poles evidently i couldn't imagine i'm not from philadelphia you're from oh you're close God. though you ain't that far away no, I'm far enough away to avoid that. I we got our own contamination, so do they. So that's just the way it is. It's uh, it is as it is. So you're you are liking Philadelphia to upset. You're saying the Saints are going to lay an egg at home. Is that what you're telling America, Mister Kilbasa? Yep, I'm going to say everybody's saying this is the year. And after we started the show off with Sean Payton bringing in two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in cash armed guards and a Lombardi trophy and said, win three games and you got this. They're going to take a look at it, get really fired up and go out. And, and Mishy went crazy on that, Mr. Savant. He was not I happy. Went, I didn't hear that. Yeah. He what? That. Sean, Payton it brought it, he, Sean Payton brought into the locker room today, apparently, uh, armed guards, $225,000 in cash and a Lombardi trophy and said, win three fucking games, guys, and this is what you get. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a that's little sign, That sign sealed and delivered, Hex, right there. That's he's totally afraid that his team is going to lose. Yeah, that sign sealed, delivered, Hex, right there. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad I'm I not just, the only the one. The thing is, is I, it, it's so hard for me to even think about rooting for those guys. I hate them. <laughs> Philadelphia or New Orleans? I despise Philadelphia. I just, I, I mean. I just America them. despises Philadelphia. I I hate those guys. I truly do, man. I I that was what happened last week. I mean, yeah, I thought they would win, but then coming up to the game, I was like, "There's no way I can root for them. I can't I, I can't root for myself to be right. I, I I can't I can't do it." Well, that's 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 every bit of homerism one would expect. However. They're going to win. How are the Saints going to win this game? Saints, the problem with the, the, if the Saints win, Tech is going to have a huge game. Has, has he been? Yeah. Per, has he been hurt for a while, or was he? Did he play their last games? He played their last game. Okay. He played uh, the game before they, they set everybody down. Their last game against Carolina, but he played the game before. Game before. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, he played, and he had. I want to say. Five, six catches for like 90 yards. And that's it. Yeah, but the thing is, is that is their weakness. Is not Where, having another guy next to Michael Thomas. And it has been their weakness all year. And that's how the Cowboys exploited them in that game that they beat them. Is they oh. double-teamed Michael Thomas and said, okay, who's going to beat me? And they, they, they put those Nobody linebackers did. on Kamara and said, Kamara ain't going to be the guy. And they didn't have anyone else to go to. Tech nope. in, the way to beat Philadelphia is deep. And the damn Chicago Bears didn't try it until the last drive of the game. And it's in Philadelphia's back in is their problem. And they can be beat for 20, you know, down the field, 20-plus yard plays. If New Orleans going to win, Drew Brees has to show that he can still throw that pass. The last, what, six, seven weeks of the season, he hasn't been able to throw that pass. Nope. And he wasn't last year. The biggest thing that I see with these 40-year-old quarterbacks 
Brady and Breeze. As the year goes on, they lose arm strength. Oh, big time. And they can't push the ball down the field. Therefore, both teams have gone, well, we're going to run the ball more. Well, well, I call that I call that the Peyton Manning method, the John Elway method. You got these older guys, and you have to run the football because well, they can't <laughs> deliver. That's not what. That's not the guy that Sean Payton. You know, I, I think you guys know how I feel about Sean Payton. He's you, not coming over for Chalupas on Sunday morning. I can't stand him. No, he's not coming over. I think he's one of the most overrated coaches in the history of the game. Jeez. Well, he won a Super Another one of those guys that's looked at as like, oh, he's such an innovator. And, oh, he's, he's, you know, all this. Uh Uh-huh. They will come in there and smack those guys in the mouth. And I told you last week how good that defense is playing. That defense is playing like they were last year. And um, Michael Bennett is a beast. He's a force. Fletcher Cox is a force. Well, we said this. We said, I think we both said this last week, that the Eagles' defense is almost the underrated defense in the playoffs. Agreed. Right now, I would have them and the Colts as the two underrated defenses in the playoffs. No question. No question. Yep. Yep. No question. I think, though, I think it was the game. The thing about Philadelphia is, they're not going to look pretty. They're not going to go out there and beat them by, like, two touchdowns or nothing. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be a low-scoring game. It'll be just like that game was last week. And they'll find a way to beat them. And The, the analogy, Mr. Kielbasa, is that these Philadelphia Eagles have a certain – I think they're going to play a team much like they did in the Super Bowl last year. An older quarterback, a very capable quarterback, and the Eagles will do enough in this game. And Peterson is a nice head coach. And say what you want to about the city of Philadelphia, but that coach is an innovator. And I can see this. I can see Philadelphia staying on their role. In America, remember, it was Nick Foles who won the Super Bowl last year, not Carson Wentz. Very well, big. I've been saying another big guy. Another big thing to watch in that game, and he played. He showed up in the game in Chicago as that one linebacker they have that's come off of injury, and they're just starting to get him back into the game. Number 58, I think. They're, yeah, they're getting he's, healthy he's at, the right he's at the right beast. time. At the right time. He's a beast, and that guy will keep Kamara and Ingram in check, and that is how you beat New Orleans. Is You, make, you take away Ingram and Kamara, you take away – Thomas, and you make those other guys beat you. And the other thing, I mark my words, that will cost New Orleans the game is Sean Payton will run some kind of formation with that Hill kid. And it's going to backfire. Oh, totally, totally, totally. He's done. I've watched him play all year, and it's like I, 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 I'm constantly going. How in the world can you take the ball out of Drew Brees' hands? Savant, I have seen that kid Hill run consecutive plays for the Saints this year. Yeah. And if if that were indeed to be like the pivotal move, it'll happen on Peyton being smart like that. Not just the one gimmick, but I'm going to gimmick him once and then I'm going to gimmick him again 
by not making any substitutions, keeping the defense in. And I believe Philadelphia will be ready for such, uh, may I use the word, nonsense. And um, I think that's what you're trying to describe, is it not? Well, the other thing is, is I guarantee you Philadelphia will watch the film of that Cowboys-Saints game and basically use the same scheme that the Cowboys use. And they will, and, and like I said, the, the fact that they rubbed it in their face a couple of weeks ago, well, like four or five, six weeks ago, when they beat them there and they beat them so bad and they kept throwing down and scoring at the end of the game, that will play a factor in that game. And I, you just, I think Sean Payton's an idiot. I, I, I he's overrated. I think he's an idiot, and he's a he's a tuna wannabe. He, he's a Hall of Fame coach. He, blah blah blah. He purses his lips together like tuna and tries to give the tuna look all the time. He can't he, pout like the tuna. And he's a he's a he's a he's a wannabe. And he he's going to go down as this you know Super Bowl winning great coach because he onside kicked it after halftime. You know, and, and Drew Brees only won one Super Bowl with him. Only yeah, one of the greatest ever. Exactly, and he's thrown for five thousand yards a season. How many times? And and, and, the and greatest, when you the greatest ever. He got and when you run. and when you look at his record, and the and the whole reason that that Brees isn't mentioned in Brady's category, yeah, is because he's basically a five hundred quarterback. His well, winning percentage, percentage is basically 500. Uh, you know what? Best player on a bad team for a long time. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I in a passing league. I, I, I give Drew Brees his props. I, he's, I respect him. He's another guy that just bugs the shit out of me. His little idiosyncrasies of shaking his shoulder and licking his fingers every five seconds—it drives me crazy. <laughs> I, uh, Everybody I like drives keeps, you crazy, man. I like that he keeps his chin up, and someone should just pop him. I'll tell you, someone that does it is number twenty-one in silver and blue. <laughs> You're damn He's got right. Too much hair on his chin, man. Boy, right can tote the rock that he walk. And they they better right, he better he better have two hundred yards. I mean, he's been he's been holding something back all year. Who? Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott. He's going to let it rip. Listen, listen, fellas, this is our segue in our two-hour program. Fantasy quarterbacks. If we're playing fantasy football, out of the guys who are going, who will be the fantasy quarterback, the leader, the best quarterback this week? Andrew Luck. Mr. Kibasa. Damn it, that's what I was going to say. All right, give us two sausage hut running backs. Top two running Gur- backs. Gurley week. and Elliott. Yep. I'm going to uh, I'm going to say Ezekiel Elliott, yes, but I am not putting Todd Gurley in that list. I am not trusting the Rams. I am not trusting Gurley's lower body nor his mindset right now. So I am going to go Ezekiel Elliott, and I'm going to shock the world, and I'm going to say Marion Mack right oh, there. Oh, there he is. My man. My man. The man I let go. Wide receiver, the man fellas, I drafted. Top two wide receivers for fantasy If I was going to go a second running back besides Gurley, I would say Melvin Gordon. I would say All Melvin right, Gordon's going to light up the Patriots. All right. Sausage Hut, uh, Sausage Hut All-Pro team in the playoffs. you got three choices, America. You can pick any of them. Wide receivers, fellas. Who, give me three guys. 
who are going to be touchdown makers this week? Alshon Jeffrey. That's a good pick. Mike Williams. I would go Keenan Allen on the Chargers. I would go uh, uh, T.Y. Hilton because he My didn't man. score last week. My man. All and right. Ebron, Ebron's gonna, Ebron's gonna go off on KC. So Ebron is the tight end play. I, I, I think Ertz will light up New Orleans. Ertz is the um, captain of my team. I got to go with Ertz. Yeah, I think Ertz and Ebron are the two tight end plays. Um, a sneaky one if he, if he plays like they say. I mean, Hunter Henry could, could have a, have. He'll be on a pitch count, but he can make he can make a difference. Yes, he can. I'll be interested. But his see an interesting thing now. He's coming back, and that's all well and good. Methuselah can still catch the ball. That's well and good. But Hunter Henry's play count, his snap count, rather. Yeah, but never um, underestimate fresh legs, man. Now that that's a very good point. Or the power of a straight cast drive. Now to me. That's why Gurley is the question mark because he is, we do not know his health. And I do think that Ezekiel Elliott is about as good a football player as there is. Said that all year. And let's move forward to say which drunk kicker is going to be the big time fantasy scorer this week. No dinks, no doinks. Adam Vinatieri. Goskowski. In the way in, in Kansas city, huh? Adam Vinatieri. Dude, it doesn't matter if there's four feet of snow on the ground. He uh, kicks it through the upright. America, only one thing left to ask. Who is going to be the leader on defense? We've called out a couple defensive touchdowns, and those would be our uh, prime teams. Um, which one of those guys is going to be our fantasy leader here? I'll go with the Bolts. We got a defensive touchdown there, and I think we called one out in whatever game, Mr. Kilbasa. Defensive I touchdown? I, got... I didn't. I didn't call any defensive touchdowns. I'm calling zero defensive touchdowns. No, we touchdowns. had two. There were two of them, and I had one. I have the. Uh, I have actually the Colts scoring a defensive touchdown this week. Um, so there are our two plays right there, and that's a pretty potent fantasy team if you're playing daily, America. That's way potent. Um, we're two hours and plus into this, Mr. Savant. I want to tell you, I miss you, love you, and I appreciate you being on here. Mr. Kibasa, I miss you, love you, and I always appreciate being on the Sausage Hunt. I want to thank you, fellas. Thank you very much. Enjoy the pro game, everybody. And enjoy, and just enjoy the weekend. It's the most wonderful time of the year, as, as Mr. Savant said a little while ago. Thanks, fellas. Sasquatch. How about them Cowboys? One more time. I would love it, man. I would love it. I would love it. Jerry bought it. Jerry bought a yacht this week, man. That's a that's a surefire curse, though. <laughs> it sure All is. All right, love you guys. I'll talk to you guys next week. All right, next week it is. All right, man. I'll talk to you. All Bye. right. Mishy. We've set the table. We've set the stage for greatness. It's going to be a great weekend. It's going to be a great weekend of football. Even if the games aren't good, it's still going to be a great weekend of football.
All right, everybody. We'll see you next week for the championship week Sunday edition. Have fun. Enjoy the game.